This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. and streaming live all across America. This is Home Talk USA with Michael King, where we will discuss topics pertaining to your home with industry-leading experts. Michael King is a licensed general contractor with more than 30 years of experience in home improvements and the author of Contracting with the King. Join us this hour for our segment, Invent America, with your co-host, the inventor lady, Rita Crompton. Discover what's next in the home improvement industry and explore new products and innovations. Or if you have that next great big idea, learn what it takes to bring your invention to the world as Michael King and Rita Crompton talk to America's inventors and innovators. Remember, the America of tomorrow is being invented today. We invite you to visit us at HomeTalkUSA.com, one of the best resources for home improvement information around today. Your best life begins with your best home, and there's no place like Home Talk. That's HomeTalkUSA.com. And now, we proudly present Invent America from the number one home improvement radio program in the country, Home Talk USA, with your host, the Cajun contractor, Michael King, and his co-host, the inventor lady, Rita Crompton. You know, when Michael does that, when we hear the music play, I always want to get up and dance around my chair and then go out and have lunch. So our friend Michael could not be with us today. Um, There was a death in the family, so please send your prayers his direction. And we are talking today about manufacturing in America versus China. Hot topic. Um, A lot of Americans, you know, just really struggle with it, but we're going to help, you know, give some parameters today. And my guest today is um, Michael Miller, who is an expert in all of this. Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much, Rita. I appreciate it. And so, you know, one of the things we want to talk about is that you don't always get to choose where you're going to manufacture. Sometimes pricing is the determining factor. Well, that's very true. I mean, pricing is really the driver for a lot of this. Um, I think one of the areas, well, actually, there's a number of areas that people uh, have confusion on that, though, is that, yes, you can generally get a much better manufacturing cost in China, but in many cases, that comes with a lot of detriments to it as well. Um, And so you really need to balance out what you're getting when you manufacture in the U.S. compared to what you're getting when you manufacture over in China. And I'd be happy to go over some of those uh, some of those issues. Give us us an example. Give us an example of what people need to be paying attention. Sure. An example would be something like tariffs. Uh, A lot of times that is not included whenever you go and get your costing from China. So you have to include tariffs into that. You also have a number of things like the printing of the packaging that you have to have. You know, it's very specific, those barcodes that are on that packaging. If those are not perfect, your product will be rejected by your by your customers. Uh, so when you're selling to Lowe's, Home Depot, Walmart, uh, if that barcode is not correct, they're not taking your product. And that's not an unusual occurrence. Um, the other thing can be print quality. 
on your packaging. If it's not the right color scheme that you've given your customers that, hey, this is the way my packaging is going to be, this is the colors, and then they get the first samples and those colors are not correct. Those are very difficult things to try to change in talking back and forth to China, whereas it's so much easier just to go to a U.S. manufacturer, fly there, drive there, and watch all this stuff real time to make sure that it's being done correctly. Well, and I've seen more of the manufacturing come back to the U.S. post-pandemic, which has been great. Um, Some inventors say, well, I want to manufacture in the U.S., but they can't. And so some of that really comes down to pricing. Um, consumer is God when it comes to pricing. If the average hammer is going to be $12, you need to be in that ballpark. Um, so for some inventors, it's really about doing, making good business decisions. It is. It is. And sometimes if you want your manufacturing to be in the U.S., you just need to take a little less margin to be able to do that and just consider that less amount of margin that you're getting on your product as really being almost an insurance that you're paying to get better quality product, to be able to manage your manufacturer, um, those types of things. Uh, you know, all it takes is one container falling off of, a, off of a ship, which happens tens of thousands of times a year for your entire inventory to go to the bottom of the ocean. And so yeah. those are things that you really need to take into consideration. Yes. Um, one of the things that an inventor, a story he had shared, he wanted, you know, the, the parts were being made in China. And it's like, all right, well, these elements I need to use. So he would order them. And he actually then went and set up uh, manufacturing in California because the defect rate um, was so high that now whatever margins he was getting were being eaten up by the, the poor quality of the product. So he actually broke even um, by manufacturing at a higher rate, but his default rate went down drastically. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the other thing, too, it's uh, for a lot of inventors that have a single product, you in general don't deal directly with the actual manufacturer who's actually manufacturing your product. It's usually done through a broker um, that then goes and has your product manufactured by the actual manufacturing facility. And in many cases, it's farmed out to two and three different facilities who you do not even know where they're at. Um, What that also means is that whenever you're paying for the molds uh, to have your product made, then you don't own those molds. And if you decide to move to go have somebody else make it, now you've got to get a whole other set of molds made and... Uh, you know, things can become quite expensive very quickly. Yes, absolutely. So the difference between manufacturing in in America versus China or any other country, um, and we we always talk about China, but there are certainly other options out there, but the issues tend to be the same. It is pricing. It is quality. It is risk. And so when the inventor sits down and says, all right, I want to do this here, it's – in their best interest to compare all of them to then be able to compare pricing with the risk and the benefits. Absolutely, because it's not apples and apples whenever you go to compare between China and manufacturing in the U.S. So you do need to take a lot of these other things into consideration that you didn't think you would have to. (laughs) 
Um, there are these outlier things that can cost you a lot of money, uh, you know, and so you really have to take all of these different things into consideration whenever you're doing that balance sheet. Yeah. I had a gentleman years ago, he was going to, he wanted to manufacture a new toilet. And he was just absolutely adamant that he had to do it in China. And so eventually I said, you do realize that all the porcelain comes out of Mexico. Why are you not manufacturing in Mexico? And he goes, okay, well, I didn't even know that. It's like, you'd think you would have asked where they're shipping that porcelain from. And then you would have gone there to say, let's get a comparison bid on this. Absolutely. The other thing to consider, too, with U.S. manufacturing is, in many cases, they'll hold your inventory for you and maybe even provide shipping services to ship your product to your various customers. And whereas you would have to set up that completely separate and independently, bringing in your containers from China, now they have to go to a storage facility. Now you have to do your fulfillment from another location. Right, right. Well, we've got two inventors on. Um, One did manufacture in China, and there was no way around it. The other gentleman manufactures here in the U.S., and he is pleased as punch to be able to manufacture in the U.S. So we are going to have the two of them on, and then we will get you back on to tie up the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll be talking to you in a few more minutes. Okie dokie. with Michael King. Do you have questions about your next home improvement project or home repairs? Now you can chat with verified home repair and home improvement experts in just minutes. Get the help you need by visiting HomeTalkUSA.com, one of the best resources for home improvement information around today. Your best life begins with your best home, and there's no place like Home Talk. That's HomeTalkUSA.com. And now, back to Invent America from the number one home improvement radio program in the country, Home Talk USA, with your host, the Cajun contractor, Michael King, and his co-host, the inventor lady, Rita Crompton. Hi, everybody. Today, we are talking about manufacturing in the U.S. versus China or anywhere else, and it is a big issue for our inventors, um, determining what's best and what, you know, where are they going to end up with the best financial outcomes. So Michael was on with me, Michael Miller, not Michael King. Um, we've got lots of mics related to this show, and I try not to drop them. So Michael, all right, what advice do you have for our listeners today and for all of those inventors out there who are, you know, getting to that point now of pulling the trigger on manufacturing? Absolutely. I I think probably the best piece of advice is that you need to really, as with everything that you do with inventing, it's research. And you have to go to the trade shows. Um, 
And really, at the trade shows, you can meet a lot of the manufacturers that would manufacture products uh, that would be like yours. You can even talk to the companies that currently are in that space. So if it's a plumbing product, talk to a plumbing company. If it's a tool, talk to tools companies. Uh, Find out what they're doing and how they do it. You'd be surprised how much information they'd be uh, willing to share with you on that. And that can be really, really helpful and save you a lot of time and effort and money as well. Absolutely. I know you were with us and worked out of our booth last year at the National Hardware Show. You were a wonderful asset to everyone because you answered a lot of those questions for our inventors. Um, you would be happy to know that the Illumilator guy, um, he went out and he got that insurance, so he's manufacturing and taking orders. Awesome. That is really great. So we and are, a are fantastic getting fantastic product. <laughs> It is, and um, I actually think he's going to become one of the sponsors on the radio show so that we can start pushing his product out there. Oh, that'll be excellent. That'll be excellent. Beautiful product. Um, And we want to make sure that uh, you know you are invited to join us again at the National Hardware Show. Well, thank you very much. I really, really appreciate that, and um, I'm certainly looking forward to the show. It's uh, it's a great show for inventors to gather information, and a lot of times we look at that as kind of a reconnaissance mission, um, being able to, you know, gather, you know, what kind of packaging does a reseller want? You know, what kind of price points are they looking for? So when an inventor is able to go and gather that information and show their product, it can be really invaluable. Absolutely. I mean, just like you were just talking about the inventor of the latter product, uh, got to the show, and just like every other product that's in the marketplace, there's regulatory that's part of that product, either in regulatory of the product itself, or in this particular case, there's a certain insurance policy that you have to have before that product can ever be sold in retail. Um, and so, it, you know, that's just invaluable information, and you really need to get that from the from the companies and and people that attend those shows are more than willing to share that type of information with you. Right. And that's, you know, the professional shows is where people go to share information, to gather information, and to look at the new products, give their input. And we've had inventors go and be showing an early stage prototype. And somebody walks up and say, well, did you think about maybe adding this? And they're going, well, that makes perfect sense. And so the next thing they're doing is redoing their intellectual property to include that improvement. But you find that at those professional shows. You absolutely do. And in many cases, uh, like myself, where I'm looking at literally hundreds of products a week, um, you go and you, you look at these products and go, oh, did, you know, that one little piece that you have here on your product, you know, that's patented, right? <laughs> and yeah. I hope you have a license agreement with that person. In some cases, it's a very small change to not have that. And, uh, you know, so it's really that type of information that you can gather at these shows. Exactly. And we know that there are millions of inventors out there that have not taken the first step, or they may be, you know, building prototypes in their garage with, you know, Legos and Play-Doh and whatever else they can find. And our job is to help give them the right answers, give them the right pathway so that they can take the next step safely um, and, and get their product then into the marketplace. 
absolutely uh, safely and with the fewest dollars spent as possible. Uh, you know, you want that money to go towards the, uh, you know, the product itself and marketing and, and possibly, you know, reaching out to companies and doing license agreements, those types of things. Uh, so, absolutely. Yes, really important. It, it's, uh, you know, there's, I get so many inventors that, you know, have told me, it's like, oh my God, I, I wish I had known you five years ago. And I, I wish you'd put out that Inventor's Galaxy Guide, you know, last six, six months ago. It was. It's been there for years. You just didn't know where to go look. So everyone, InventorLady.com, go out there and take a look. All the information is there, and so are the links to our show. Thank you, Michael, very much. Thank you. No problem, Rita. You have a great week. You too.